Yeah. I thought Lay Miz was supposed to be miserable labia, so I guess I was confused by it. Up here in the people sing, I want to see some titties. <laughs> Dave's really into the miserable labia right now. Look really at not. Look at him. Just in my head, I saw the title trying to rearrange itself. <laughs> there are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because... This is shitty cinema. Aha! We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Yo. Casey. Wax on. And Juice. Wax on. You, listen, you. we're on video chat, dude. You better not. <laughs> <laughs> You might notice that we sound different still. The coronavirus has us recording remotely. We hope everybody is healthy and safe. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. This week was Casey's turn. Dave, what's this month's theme? We are starting off a new month. Our theme this month is Destination Bad Movies. Since none of us are allowed to leave the house and air travel is certainly out of the equation, yeah. we want to visit some beautiful far-off lands through these terrible, terrible weekly movies. What a strange way to travel. Yeah, it's the best we got. Casey, it was your turn to kick off the month, so what did you start us off with? I feel like we got a really good deal on airfare. Uh, I brought <laughs> Do or Die from 1991, starring Eric Estrada, Mr. Miyagi, and like playmates from the 80s. Yeah, like five of them. We had like mm -hmm. five different locations. Mm -hmm. We have five different playmates. And Jay, who's your new lover? Pandora Peaks. I mean, clearly, with a name like Pandora Peaks, how can you not be amazing? And they're not talking about she cheats at hide and seek. She has some tiggle fake bitties. <laughs> oh, Just, yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I actually think this movie starred 13 pairs of tits. Like, that should have been the starring cast. We can always buy the rights and rename it, but. <laughs> it was the implied subtitle of the film. Two <laughs> or die or 13 pairs of tits. <laughs> I feel like that would be the Chinese release name. You know how like their movies <laughs> change names 10 times before it gets to us. All right, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, as usual, Casey, we need to get an elevator pitch from you. So here's the setup. You've gone out for your one daily allocated social distancing walk. <laughs> so you're getting some sunshine, some fresh air. The weather's been a little bit nicer lately. You cut through the park. Uh, where you had a brief altercation with an older gentleman as to what <laughs> constituted six feet of distance. Yeah. And I know what you, you guys think six inches is, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> you've, you've gone about the rest of your walk thinking you've taken the upper hand in this conversation. Unbeknownst to you, he was actually engaged in his personal hobby along with a number of friends, uh, which is flying some one-third scale RC aircraft. <laughs> God, he didn't know oh, it was no. a plane creep. Yeah, these are very expensive, uh, very nice remote-controlled aircraft uh, that are now flying directly at you. Oh. So you got about 10 seconds before the world's tiniest air force crashes into your body. In that time, sell us on this film. Get ready to wax on and off as a teenage boy playing with Barbies writes a sexy thriller starring hot chicks and men you're most definitely hotter than, even if you're not in shape. Eight, Eight seconds. seconds. Wow. <sighs> wow. Fucking well done, Case. I think you nailed that too. I I try to put a little inside jokes in there. So yeah. if you watch the movie, you'll be like, 
Oh, wax on. Okay. <laughs> are, are you Mushufasa? Yeah. Stars <laughs> above. This was this movie was a lot to handle, and the pacing will make you question if you really understand time. But Jay, I can't steal the glory from you. Walk us through the movie Shitty Cinema Watched, if you can. Yeah. Maybe square dance. Maybe square it dance. Is, it is really hard to walk with that many tits in your face. Yeah. It's like being in a car wash with your windows down. <laughs> get slap, slap, slap. Before we get too much deeper into playmates and penises. <laughs> we don't see any dicks, though. Well, it's implied. Here's the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. Do or Die opens up in sweet, beautiful Hawaii, where agents Donna and Nicole are captured by evil crime lord Kane, a.k.a. Mr. Miyagi, mm-hmm. who tells them they're not going to die right now because he's hired... Six, count them six, teams of assassins to kill them later. I can't believe you wrote their names down. I'm really <laughs> impressed with you. I did not know their names. Yeah, thanks. thanks. It was just blonde and brunette. Okay. <laughs> Miyagi is a sporting chap, and he just wants to put them in a do or die situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they said the name like seven it. minutes in. <laughs> <It> was- yeah. <laughs> Also, they also we're, got the hot what well, you're in hot water joke while they're sitting in a fucking hot tub so next we're treated with a repeating series of events get in a vehicle to travel to a new city get shot at meet a new power couple donna and nicole escape miyagi's assassins by jeep to team up with old friends then they escape via geo tracker to meet up with new friends one of which is eric estrada you got a friend in me but um bounce One by one, the pairs of increasingly odd assassins track down Donna and Nicole's supergroup and are defeated. Oh, they are kind of a supergroup, aren't they? Yeah, right? They really are. A silicone American ABBA. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Mr. Miyagi has a computer which conveniently alerts him every time one of his assassins team enters the death zone, which is code for... Dying mostly, but occasionally getting arrested. Yeah. Which causes Mr. Miyagi to have increasingly angry sex with his much younger assistant. If you've ever wanted to see a young woman potentially elbow deep in Mr. Miyagi, we have a very specific movie for your fetish. A perfect Uh, movie. I really didn't. (laughs) And yet. And yet you're slightly turned on, aren't you, Dave? No. Turn off your camera, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) They just fisted my childhood. All right. Well, fortunately, in between all of the killing bad guys, Donna and Nicole's supergroup finds plenty of time to fuck. Mm -hmm. And you need so much time. (laughs) (laughs) Nowhere is off bounds. Nowhere. Eventually, Mr. Miyagi sends his best assassins after Donna and Nicole. However, they get beaten up and tricked into a hut with the classic dummy and tape recorder trick. You just always have one on hand and Mm -hmm. also a dummy replica you carry around. Yeah, yeah, that's why I carry that natty ass wig all the time. Not because I wear it to look sexy or anything. But you do. (laughs) Turns out the hut was just a ruse and (gasps) the supergroup fires a couple of rockets at it and blows the hut up to smithereens. The supergroup then plants a tracking device on Mr. Miyagi and the movie ends because everybody's already had sex. Yeah. 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 You don't need really to, you know, they were Actually, very efficient. That That's a good point. They didn't have to have the unnecessary sex scenes at the end because they'd right. all fucked during the movie. No. All the fucking's been fucked. I think actually every single character of this movie got a sex scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, no, um, some of the hench guys didn't. 
sexing or a murdering. One oh, of them. I assumed oh, they were fucking because they were partners. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. I just kind of imagined that during the talkie bits. I'm like, I wonder what hot dog and smithereens would look like. Yeah, those are the real names. <laughs> Hot, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, and, dog sledge. and sledge. Come oh, on, sledge. Whatever. Hot dog is a real character's yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> they entered the oh. death zone. You know, like this is a very M Night Shyamalan film because I thought the plot was about the murder for hire <laughs> and the government conspiracy and the cat and mouse game. When the plot of the movie was just like, do you think all six of these average looking people are going to fuck by the end of it? Well, the plot of the movie was that the two main characters were going to get killed by a team of assassins. But immediately after finding this information out, they went to go hang out in a hot tub. So the whole thing kind of lacked a sense of urgency (laughs) because they were in hot water. Right, Dave, they were in hot water. Plus, they had their satellite phone. How else in 1991 are you going to make phone calls but nude in the hot tub with your sat phone? That's true. But Mr. Miyagi also (laughs) said that he would give them a day. Like, listen, okay, listen. You escape my clutches right now. That's fine. We're we're not even going to start till 8.15. It's fine. This is just like the past, but not as good. No, you know what this is? This movie started out as the Scooby-Doo porn parody, but then they got a cease and desist letter. So they just had to cut out everything in it. That wasn't the sex scenes. <laughs> okay, that's uh, instead of Shaggy, that's Poncho. Uh, <laughs> Esteban, Dave, you mean? Did you get everybody's name in this? Yeah, it was Colonel Esteban. Oh, yeah. Because at one point, Donna makes a joke about him being a corporal. And she he says, no, I'm a colonel. And she goes, not, not what I'm, not what I'm done with, with you. you. Yeah, Whoa. I'm still Whoa. trying to process that. Yeah, like you're going to... Okay, okay, it's don't like, get ahead of yourself. Huge. There's a whole right. lot of sexual jokes that don't make any fucking sense <laughs> whatsoever in this film. Do or Die is an Andy Sedaris gem. And if you think you know that name, it's if you've ever seen Hard Ticket to Hawaii, which <laughs> I believe we'll be making a feature later this month, Ooh, you know, spoilers. oh my God, Andy Sedaris had his thumb on the pulse of what makes a great 80s movie. Did he? Yeah, he did. had a template, but as someone who's seen several of his films, he always puts a little twist <laughs> on it. And in, in Do or Die, this was a very fun romp, but it's 1991. I feel like he's being really extravagant showing off all of his Coke money because (laughs) there's a lot of money in this film. There's a lot of Playboy actresses. Like, you gotta think, all the Playboy actresses, there was a shit ton of vehicles. There was a shit ton of real estate. That's true. There was a shit ton of sex workers. Like, there's a lot of money in this film. And an Eric Estrada. It's 1991. Yeah. Motherfucker still had gray hair in the 90s. That's depressing. 91. What are you stressed about? Andy Sedaris actually made basically this exact same movie 10 times. Uh, It's called the Triple B series. This is the sixth entry in it. Hard Taken to Hawaii was the second. But yeah, I mean, Girls with Guns and Playboy Playmates got him through all the way from 85 to 98. That's a hell of a run. So really quick. I need to preface this. We watched this film. One of my customers gave me a DVD called Girls, Guns, and G-Strings. And it's all Andy Sedaris films. And I've Mm -hmm. been waiting for this month to bust out this DVD. Hence our do or die. He said he was really missing this DVD during the coronavirus outbreak because the strip Mm -hmm. clubs are closed. 
I understand. Oh, that. Very bummed out. That's gross. Yeah, he's like, "Wow, should have kept that." And I was like, "Hindsight, right?" I don't know though. Like, I don't feel like after I've watched this, I'm never gonna forget any of the tits that were in this movie. <laughs> I, I don't know that that's a good thing. Probably Aww. not, but it definitely they're gonna stick with me. They're gonna come in my dreams one way or another. Ew, phrasing, a hundred percent phrasing. Right? He just opened Jesus himself right up to that. Juice? Ugh. Get out of Juice's corner. Get into my Jeep. <laughs> they had a shit ton of vehicles in here. They had some bad. At, they had a Jeep Wrangler. They what was had your favorite Casey. Um, I'm gonna say for nostalgia's sake, the Geo Tracker. Oh my god, Geo Tracker. I don't know though. They had such a unique variant of different vehicles. Like my favorite by and far was the boat plane. Completely unnecessary. They didn't fucking need it. Both Eric Estradic and his partner and Donna and Nicole leave from the same place, but in yep. two completely different vehicles, and then show up at the same place at the same time. Yeah, but Donna right. and Nicole had to fly over their vehicle because it's inconspicuous. No one would suspect uh, the seaplane oh, flying gotcha. over the jeep. <laughs> I guess you don't get seaplanes that don't have optional wheels. Just seems Ow. like I always want the option in case I have to land. It like, had wheels. Yeah, it had optional wheels. They yeah, took off. Folded them. Oh, yep. I didn't see those because yeah. I was like, what if, for God's sake, like if you did have to like land on land, your whole vehicle's fucked up. Okay, but <laughs> like, they were just... also in Louisiana. The whole fucking place is a swamp. <laughs> so a swamp. Yeah. There's pretty okay. much water everywhere. Water. The tracker drives like Luigi on ice in Mario 2. <laughs> they're just... they're 80 fucking horsepower out of the box. We Brand new that has 80 fucking horsepower. Once you put some miles on it, you're like, you're pushing like 65, 70 horse maybe. I just love that like, Oh, this is an action movie. We got a car chase. Oh, what is it? Uh, a VW Bug and a Geo Tracker. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? This isn't the Italian job. You can't get away with that. No. I feel like maybe it was like a metaphor for the whole film. The girls start wounded. One of the girls, so like they keep like showing how badass they are. They start out against the odds. I got a bum leg. I got a bum tracker. I got some I big got a hits. bum <laughs> boat plane that can't land on land i'm fucked uh, i got a bum fucking boob job that the doctor left ooh, the scar what the yeah, fuck there was a lot we didn't know what we were doing yet <laughs> with boobs dave i will see you your italian job and raise you two playboy playmates with guns and a geo tracker and another playboy playmate and a creepy looking dude in a car chasing them dude two playboy bunnies and a geo tracker that's a yeah. fucking punk Where song if at? i ever heard it Where is that? <laughs> Yeah, it is. I yeah, got is. two porn stars and a geo tracker. I feel like there's a lot of helicopter action too. Yeah. Not yeah. All helicopter. We got helicopter a couple times, but mostly it was mini planes, prop planes, and then <laughs> like so one third size planes. <clears throat> I didn't like that they were trying to bring fractions into this movie. I was like, oh God, that's <laughs> the only one mentioned, right? Like uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't get that whole scene where they were doing a competition, I guess, like a RC plane competition, and they were saying that the planes have to be at least a quarter no, size they replica. Have to be a one third size replica exact. Yeah. 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 Why? So because they set it up for later in the film when they strap real one third size rockets to this one third size plane and blow up the Huey. last two. Oh, it was the Huey helicopter. I don't know what that is. That was the helicopter that they carried yeah. around the entire fucking movie. Yeah, they bought <laughs> it at, the at that. The yeah. They bought it at that plane auction. 
that they got it as a gift from their old friend norm yeah he was he was an Norm Shaggin Wagon. What was the name on his? <laughs> no, man, it was something it was, gross. Jay, I'm so happy you spent this much time researching this movie. I feel like you're on my level this Storm week. Norman Norman. It was the Norman Norman. The Norman Norman. With Norman Norman on the side. It was fucking amazing. Absolutely. Norm is going to every RC aircraft <laughs> yeah, convention right. up and down the Northeast side. Do you know how much tail he's pulling at these <laughs> events with his yeah. one third scale Huey? It's. It's so weird. Listen, the real talent in this film are all of the wonderful, classically trained actresses. Oh, which adults. They're not you know, children. They're adult it takes, actresses. It takes a lot of fucking talent to take your top off. Like the way that they exposed themselves was fucking primo. I mean, it did look like really like delicate and like things were just falling off. Like if I do that, I'm like, <laughs> hold on. I'm out of breath. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Give me that's a minute. Not, that's not what the weirdest thing. Rush? Why are you rushing? <laughs> I get the nudity. I get the nudity. The weird thing for me is the slow putting their clothes on. Yeah. This it, is exactly how women dress. <laughs> Every, that's like, why it takes us so fucking long to get ready in the morning. It turns into a Zack Snyder film. Dave, was it doing it for you? It was not doing it for me, but that was a very clear yeah. example because that was just, I know what I paid for. <laughs> oh, we better get ready to go murder someone while I guess the first thing we should do is hike a yard of fabric deep up my asshole while a camera has it just center frame. I really want to see the director's cut personally. No, no, you don't. The director's cut for this movie involves a black leather couch in an otherwise empty office. <laughs> Juice, it's a movie you would love this week because I knew you haven't been the official titty tick in a really long time. We haven't seen tits oh, in quite a while. Not enough to count for sure. And I feel like we saw them every 15 minutes in do or die. What is our official total? Our official total was 13. Which... Is that 13 individual boobs, 13 pair no, of boobs? Pair, pairs of boobs. Like, you know, okay. we sometimes we get the half takes if, if necessary, but it was okay. not necessary. If a scene had half a tit, you eventually saw the entire rack. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, like if they just have some tasteful side boob with nips showing, if we get a couple nip slips, you could get like an uneven number. Yeah, so, but it wasn't even the number of viewings that we got in this movie. It was more the duration of every scene that tits were out. It was like 10 minutes of just boobs. Yeah, of softcore porn. Absolutely. Uh -huh. That averages out to one pair every just under seven and a half minutes, which feels about right. <laughs> yeah, like, that does. This movie that really hated does. going away from sex scenes and just yeah. immediately ripped back to them as soon as possible. I, I said it in the plot and I think I nailed it. There is a rhythm to this movie and the rhythm is get into a vehicle, have a car chase, shoot out, and then go to a sex scene uh, and then get in go, a vehicle. Get in a vehicle. <laughs> And right, and right. It, don't let your plot gotta, disturb our fucking. Right. <laughs> one of the weird things about watching it is that there's so much going on and there's so little going on at the same time, and it's hard <laughs> to fucking figure out what you're paying attention to. You know what I realize? These movies are the equivalent to mom's Harlequin romance novels. Oh. This is dad's Harlequin oh, yeah. romance novels. Yep. Like, yep, car explosion, sex. Bike, yeah. explosion, sex, boat plane, <laughs> explosion, sex, rollerblades with rockets, explosion, sex. Yeah. 
the only thing that really they almost had the perfect scene where Donna in a bikini got on a bike and almost initiated the chase, and then fucking Eric Estrada had to come in and ruin it. He's like, No, get off that yeah. bike. Come on. Kicked her off of it, even though she is very accomplished as she narrates to us by exposition. 30 confirmed kills and four presidential medals of fucking. No, which is four presidential recommendations where I'm like, so that's like 16 years minimum. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that's how a presidential recommendation works. Yeah, no, the presidential recommendation for fucking only means you have to fuck the president. So she fucked oh, the president at least okay. four yeah. times. Gotcha. That whole scene pissed me off because they're arguing about like, oh, I need the motorcycle. No, I need the motorcycle. <laughs> there are six more motorcycles right, right next to you. I don't understand. Just take any of the other ones. But then if there was more than two people, we wouldn't get the amazing scene where Eric Estrada is throwing baseballs at a man who has a shotgun and shooting at him. That is true. <laughs> they they show him juggling baseball, setting up this scene. We're like, oh, he just also has another creepy hobby other than model planes. It's also juggling what's scarier than that we're gonna find out in the sequel he's a fucking clown by night anyway oh my god he's a juggling juggalo oh no i love it no do you guy through the woods he's out he doesn't have his gun and he's out of bullets and the other guy has a, a shotgun and eric starts whipping baseballs at him while he's hiding behind the tree <laughs> And like he throws three of the guys, it's like, what is this guy joking? All right, I'll bite. And he grabs the fucking barrel of his shotgun, which he's recently fired, yeah. and uses it like a bat. And the fourth ball Eric throws, he hits it and explodes because that one was actually a, bomb. a bomb. Yes. That it gave me some really, really deep wild, wild west feels with the exploding oh. pool ball. Yeah. But no, right. it was baseball. Yeah. Just <laughs> I just love that you know that scene started out with the like, yeah, he's got a baseball grenade. And then wait, well, why would the guy swing at a baseball that was thrown at him? Okay, he threw like three other baseballs at him first. Well, why would he have three other baseballs on him? Well, earlier in the movie, he's juggling. Steve, it's a bad idea. Stop trying to make the baseball grenade happen. I don't know if you pay attention. Work back. He pulls them all out of his pocket, too. Out of one fucking pocket, he pulls four baseballs. What kind of fucking pants have pockets that can store four fucking baseballs in? Especially in the fucking 90s, all of those pants were fucking pants. Uh, Yeah, you could see his fucking moose knuckle. But not the four so many times in this film going those are pants yeah those are pants those are not painted on i promise you those are pants every single person in this movie put their pants on with that wallace and gromit machine that would just (laughs) drop you into them at high velocity there was crisco involved that was also for tanning as well well we did get a really good scene of how to put on leather pants i've never wore leather pants in my life but i feel like (laughs) after this scene i'm going to be able to wear leather pants now this bitch must have had leather pants with satin lining because there's no way you pull fucking leather pants on or pleather pants on that simply 
She didn't jump or anything. Like that's no. not fucking no. real. Just before they shot that, what they did is they had one of those little turtle sand pits that we all had when we were uh-huh. kids in the nineties. And yeah. they just yeah. filled that up with body powder and she rolled around like a chinchilla for a while. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought she was yeah. like, God I need to watch the director's cut of this fucking movie. You don't want to know where the chinchilla goes. Juice, you can see it on Pornhub. Okay. Okay. This, I mean, this movie, the sex scenes were like what a teenager thinks sex is like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So right. yes. one of the, yes. the best examples of this is Nicole, the brunette, decides she's super horny just waiting in a cabin all night and decides mm-hmm. to go put the moves on the guy watching, you know, the perimeter that's kind of fucking important. So she brings uh, out I need guards. a half no. gallon of Cuervo, <laughs> a salt uh-huh. shaker, and mm-hmm. a great fucking attitude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. She's environmentally Just, conscious. She didn't bring. She's a go-getter. She didn't bring glasses. That's shit you got to wash. Well, for so, one, I understand. I've been in quarantine for almost two months now. And I literally am about to fuck somebody in some leaves. That's literally going to be the first thing I do. Just drill a hole first. Yeah, it was Wait. super like. It was super leafy. leafy. Yeah, there was leaves Two everywhere. Two inches of leaves on the ground. <clears throat> I don't know. I oh. remember jumping into leaf pits as a kid. I can imagine having le- sex in a leaf pit now. That would be uh, fun. Uh, gross. No. They smell awful. Yeah. Oh, I think it smells your are gonna. You're going to get like pokey, <laughs> dry leaves uh. up in your ass crack and your folding yeah. pits. That's going to be a no from me, dog. Dave, what about you? Weigh in. Are you... This is the important question. This oh. is what's going to define your future political career, Dave. Will you or will you, you not have sex under in two the, leaves? Do you like the crunchy noise of leaves while you're fucking? <laughs> is that no, like... I definitely you sound don't like you're enjoy that. shaking a grass skirt when you fuck? No? Okay, well, then it's not for you. It's pure Michigan. We're on the cusp for me now of like, wait, was that the leaves or did my hip just pop? <laughs> did I mention not feeling my foot before this started? I'm trying to figure out if this is a new symptom or yeah, not. I don't, I don't remember this happening, but it feels familiar. Nicole turns this dude basically into the bar at Coyote Ugly. She gently takes him down, rips his shirt open, salts him like a Christmas uh-huh. ham. And then licks him <laughs> and then does a shot of Cuervo while she fake rides his no, wiener. No, we yeah. need to be specific. She doesn't do a shot of Cuervo. She oh, takes yeah, no. a pulp from a half gallon of Cuervo. <laughs> like a champ. Ladies, gentlemen, anyone listening, you don't look hot drinking straight from a half gallon of Cuervo. <laughs> It's not yeah. a good look. It's not. It looks like you're going to probably put in some chaw immediately after. <laughs> <laughs> if you see someone pulling straight from a bottle of tequila that big, that's just, oh, don't get in front of them because this oh, is coming no. back real soon. My favorite line, Casey, is when Eric Estrada says, can this be the end of Little Rico after getting shut down? Assuming that his penis's name is Little Rico. Right. Like, did he have a pack? Rico. Is like if she shuts me down, I'm gonna cut you off. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, so long, little Rico. You shouldn't make bets like that. He fucks her later. That's your magical fuck scene. That was just like none of it was magical. (laughs) It was magical for me, Dave. It was magical for me too. And little Rico. I'm really sad that you're ruining our fun time, Dave. The Eric Estrada sex scene didn't break you. The Mr. Miyagi Hojo didn't break you. What about? 
the line dancing strippers yeah. in oh the my strip God. club with a live accordion player <laughs> and a washboard player. Yes, absolutely. I have had this nightmare. What if you took Grand Old Opry? Mm-mm. But put it in a dive bar in Arkansas. <laughs> no. Yes. It's one of the undercover agents in lingerie singing Down in the Bayou, I think was the name of the track. Yeah. yeah. With the whole bar just chanting along while a man who is way too into it goes to town on an accordion. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only thing he takes joy in it's... anymore. She's not just up there singing and dancing because it's her hobby in her free time. Later in the movie, she specifically requests to go back to square dancing and singing lingerie country music because it's her fucking passion. This is something that she loves to do, and it's my goddamn nightmare. It is a terrifying hellhole because she's in lingerie and almost sexy and she comes out and i'm like okay i i might be able to get into this and then it turns into a fucking country hoedown and it terrifies the shit out of me and i feel like i'm crawling out of my skin and it progressively gets worse but i'm slightly horny at the same time and i don't know how to deal with my feelings i mean she looks good it's like someone crossed Children of the Corn with Porkies. That's the energy yeah. coming out of this scene. <laughs> I don't like any of my reaction to it. Do you know how many times I got to see Mr. Miyagi's feet to make sure I wasn't attracted to them? Like six <laughs> times. They were making sure. Babe, yeah. did you have feelings? Did you it have feelings? It was kind of aggressive. This about... was very Quentin Tarantino with Miyagi's feet in this movie. The first time you see him, He's like, aha, I'm the bad guy. And he leans back on his desk. And you've seen this scene a thousand times. And you yeah, expect right. the black dress shoes or even <clears throat> cowboy boots, maybe. You don't expect he's... to see a 60-year-old man's bare feet with no socks. Yeah, it's the fact that he was wearing a full suit otherwise yeah. that made it so <laughs> yeah. jarring. He wasn't in fucking pajamas. Like, he's in a three-piece suit. Full it's suit. Mr. fucking Miyagi. He's a karate master. Why would he wear shoes? I guess. Oh, the better to kick you with, my dear. I gotta be honest. I really tried to pay attention. At some point, I wrote down titties in a hot tub turtle power, and it was all <laughs> downhill from there. Yeah, we had a lot of just really odd scenes in this movie, right? Just things that you wouldn't understand that just go on for longer than they should, like the full minute-long scene of two henchmen driving jet skis through what looks like a canal. Hot dog and sledge. Hot dog and sledge. They have their jet skis. I'm really sad yeah. because every other henchman kind of had a little bit of a story. You got to see their personality, and these guys were just Wait. on a jet ski driving along, and then they both get shot and they die. That was the end of it. Yeah, I was so excited when I saw their henchman name where I'm like, I bet these guys are going to be wacky. And then you you never really get to find out. No, no. They, yeah, they chase our main characters on a boat and shoot guns at them and don't hit anything. Uh-huh. And then the movie expects me to believe that a Playboy playmate with a rifle on a boat at max speed is capable of sniping a man chasing them on a jet ski single shot i don't single shot did not fucking try more than once just looked up draw pull shoot he's done i bet you she's never gotten cum in her eye (laughs) blam headshot (laughs) like she's got great reflexes she's She's matrix right just i said not in my hair asshole that could be her tag wasn't fast enough (laughs) oh that's a better tagline (laughs) 
I just stopped and really let this sink in, but they lugged around that fucking old timey footlocker full yeah. of helicopter. It was a for tiny so in this movie. But it paid off because they used the tiny yeah. helicopter. They to used shoot the tiny helicopter to what? Blow up the bad guys at the end of the movie. Full of ninjas. Right. And by this point in the movie, we have seen the same people deploy fucking baseball grenades. That's yes. also wait a minute. Traditional grenades. We've seen okay. so many things blow up. Why did we are need to fucking, carry this around? Are you fucking kidding me, Dave? That's my favorite part of the movie is them strapping the rockets onto the model fucking helicopter because there's nothing cooler to me than to be able to fly the model helicopter and then shoot fucking rockets at ninjas. Remember that Mr. Miyagi said that it had to be a hand-to-hand combat. So both of our protagonists had to put their hands on the controller and say, and this is my hand as they launch the missile because they hand to hand. Listen, oh, that's how that, that's, I honestly didn't it's even catch that because I just didn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> yeah, he broke the rule first by starting the manhunt like two hours earlier and they're like, fuck it. The gloves are off, girl. I know we're all super hyped about the tiny helicopter bomb plot. But there's something more important we miss right around that time is when Nicole has a complete break from reality. And when fighting one of the ninja guys goes, <laughs> why are you doing this to me? Who are you? And he rips his mask down and he looks at her and he goes, who are you? And she reaches behind a tree for a very <laughs> conveniently placed bat and goes, I'm Batman and then clubs him to death <laughs> and then has a laugh at for herself for a minute and goes <laughs> I'm Batman <laughs> and then walks off screen you're like oh shit is she okay is she is do you know if she's going through something right now uh, yeah like listen I was pretty gone at this point of the movie had been drinking a lot of wine had they explained why call? the bat was there or was no, it just no, there no. i think, no, I think they there. had weapons planted all over because remember after he woke up from his concussion his friend's like oh i'm so angry i could okay. just ribbon dance remember he found I, those little I like just, ribbon i just want to clarify we had not seen a bat at any point before on screen the in this bat movie was implied we? when they were exploding baseballs <laughs> earlier stupid it's yeah, bombproof bat i don't know i feel like when we're talking about the unique weapons one of the best weapons we had was a cane missile launcher right that w- it was oh, a tiny yeah. rocket it was a t- that's in the, like the first major action scene it's after nicole rolled her ankle the- the Jeep car chased. Yep, they're they're getting chased in the Jeep with uh yep. with fucking big man and little man shooting at them from the helicopter. Then they jump out of the Jeep mm-hmm. and they're hiding behind a tree in some bushes that are gonna block bullets, because bushes block bullets. Everybody knows right. that. So Bullets. but the cane that Nicole was using pulls out like you know, you normally you have a sword and a cane if you're a badass. No, this has a chamber that houses a mini rocket. And she puts that shit in there and blows the fucking helicopter up. Mm-hmm. That was by and far, I think, the best scene of the entire Single fucking movie. Shot rocket. So good. So <laughs> yes. good. And it's yes. a gold metal cane. Like I've seen some like fancy old men wear that or like use that cane. I was like, oh. Fuck yeah. I mean, I always wanted one before, but now I want one. I'll Instead of a knife cane, I'll have the knife umbrella and then I'll have the rocket cane. Like, honestly, that was really, really close. I think it does not beat out the axe shotgun from Abe Lincoln versus vampires or Abe oh, Lincoln vampire. Yeah, Hunter. that yeah, was fucking I mean, awesome. 
okay, we can't keep beating around the B cup. Who am I kidding? Uh, there were no B cups. There were no film. B cups in this there movie. Be, maybe on the men, but not on the ladies. <laughs> Jay, I need to know 1991's Do or Die. Would you watch it again? Casey, we need to appreciate your greatness. Thank you. You effortlessly bridged Kung Fu Month mm-hmm. with Destination Shitty Movie. Thank you. Congratulations. I try to well done. transition there. I, I think we've said everything there is to be said about this movie. There's something about, there's something, and, and I don't want to say it's a, a je ne sais quoi about watching Mr. Miyagi get into intimate sex scenes that, you know, you just kind of have to experience. Uh, there's a, a certain kind of action where you are constantly in vehicles and lots of rockets and missiles and helicopters and model planes is a strange thing to experience. And you get beautiful lines like one that we didn't get a chance to bring up. But let me just say, blow their tits off is a fucking great way yeah. of talking about killing someone. Yeah. It, in those ways, it's priceless. In other ways, it's a fucking mess. It, it is impossible to follow what's going on in Do or Die because it's constantly going in a million directions. There's no cohesive plot. It's hard to pay attention. It feels four times longer than it actually is. And for that reason, no, I'm not going to watch Do or Die again. It ruined me. It, I'll be I'll be really honest with you. There's no coming back from the awful fucking hell that is this stripper country western oh, shit going. I'm, I'm coming so back. Upset. Nothing. Okay. I'm coming right. back. back. Okay. So, Dave, the question is to you, 1991's Do or Die, would you watch it again? Yeah, just on the sales pitch, there's a lot that should make this like a fun <laughs> laugh at it with my friends drinking game kind of movie. You have just the stupid gratuitous sexuality mm-hmm. that's just so far gone that it's funny most of the time. You have meaningless explosions all the time. Mm-hmm. But I think you really hit it on the head saying that this felt so much longer than it was. It literally felt like I had just binged an entire season of some <laughs> shitty eighties TV show. I, yeah. at one point, like yeah. I, I, for the first time in almost yeah. two decades had a flashback to the show thunder in paradise because it <laughs> felt like I had just watched. I haven't thought about that show in so long. It's not a good association for it to be bringing up in my head. Uh, There's an energy to this movie that is kind of funny, but I don't know that there's anything about it that would make me say, I want to go back and watch this one again instead of the dozen other examples from this director alone. So, no, I'm not going to watch Do or Die again. I might give Andy Sedaris a couple more tries, uh, but not this one in particular. Uh, Juice, how about you? That's two so far on the no. Are you going to watch Do or Die again? You do not need to ask me that question. All of you know. (laughs) You do not need to ask me that question. You know there's just porn, right? Like, you don't have to have movies with boobs in them. You don't call him Pornhub Jesus for nothing, Dave. I am a connoisseur of all things gratuitous. I would have liked Les Mis if they showed a little leg, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Any movie can be improved by tits and ass. So I agree. This had 112 directions that it went in, and it was almost incoherent, but I really think you hit it right on the head. If you feel like this was a movie for people who want to jerk off, but also have very short attention spans. (laughs) (laughs) I am both of those people. Clean the floor. I am going to jerk off onto the floor, clean it up while watching. (sighs) I'm not going to say that. No. Yes. (laughs) 
Goodbye, political uh, career. So yes, I will sit down and half pay attention to all of the tits in this movie. Wow. Once again. So Casey, I know you brought this wonderful film. You you did a you did a justice to Shitty Cinema. It. Yeah. So do or die. Are you going to sit down and give it another watch? Well, it did have the pacing of an old man telling a story about vacation he doesn't quite remember. I will sit down and watch this again. It was you could mm. make a bunch of different drinking games. This is a fun movie to watch and razz with friends. You can either drink every time there's booze or sex. You can drink every time there's a you could have like team violence and team boobs. So every time there's a fight or explosion, you drink. Every time there's boobs, the other, you know, team drinks. It'd be a lot of fun. Um but I thought this was a gem. So, yeah, I'm going to watch it again. Absolutely wonderful. Well, thank you, Casey, for bringing this. And Cinemites, you know what time it is. The verdict is in. Two out of four of us are going to sit down and watch this again. The other two just did not have enough time. Apparently, they don't like tits or explosions. Right. I, don't, I don't know what's wrong with you guys. I think we're going to have to have a talk. Or there maybe... is no shortage of those in the world. I didn't need to come back to these tits or explosions again. I'm glad just, I came. You will never, ever challenge my love of explosions and tits. <laughs> well, you just said you would not watch this aren't again. exploding. I'm okay with whatever. <laughs> but as always, Cinemites, that means it's up to you. Sit down. Give Do or Die a watch. It's a wonderful film. If you like hobbyist aircraft or explosions with tits like it you're gonna have something to email enjoy. us let us know it's <laughs> at shitty cinema jkc juice dave it's definitely worth a single watch i'll tell you that it's a lot of fun it is a lot of fun so jay we're gonna find a whole new destination next week oh. where are you taking us <laughs> i know one of one of the movies that I loved in my childhood was Weekend at Bernie's, but there's also a beautiful sequel that I've seen several times. And so 1993's Weekend at Bernie's 2 is our destination, shitty cinema for next week. I've never seen it. I've only seen part of the first one. Yeah. Oh, really? I loved both of them. I'm, I haven't seen Weekend at Bernie's 2 since probably like 1995 or 1996. I'm excited so, because yeah. I'm kind of aware of the actual like timeline of human decomposition so i'm gonna be scared this <laughs> oh, whole yeah. movie i'm gonna have to tell myself a lot of lies we found jay just found out tonight that my mom pretends meat is vegetables so she can eat it so i'm gonna <laughs> pretend wherever they're at is really alaska and he's not smelling and also like leaking liquids out of his asshole so dave's face is priceless yeah we can discuss it after the podcast but like <laughs> i have questions that's the only way she can eat meat is if she pretends it's vegetables yeah she can't think about i wish i had that fortitude i wish i could pretend like vegetables were chocolate and then i'd fucking like them right so like mm, this beef vegetable <laughs> is like, so fibrous it's like tofu beef but then like if i actually bring tofu beef like she's like ew don't be disgusting <laughs> I'm really excited, Casey, for you to be triggered about the time of death in relation to Bernie's body next week. I'm but... going to be grossed out the whole time. So thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Until then, guys, thanks for listening. And do you have a shitty movie you want to torture us with? Hit us up on Facebook, sh.ttycinema. Shoot us an email at shittycinema. Want to yell at Jay? Hit him up on Twitter at badmoviesbadpeople, and that's PPL. Want to throw us a couple bucks, help us sound better? Check out Patreon and float us what you can. Now let's turn out the lights, jump in a vehicle, and slow hump through some sheets. 
I'm disappointed. Huh?